Hi everyone, Luke here with an interview that's concerned with a subject I've been thinking about a lot lately, uh, namely the subject of multi-level marketing. I recently watched a documentary called Lula Rich, which is about the LulaRoe company, a company which expanded uh, very, very quickly by uh, selling primarily women's leggings, customized leggings, uh, but more precisely uh, by selling them to individuals who in turn were tasked with selling them and recruiting their friends to do the same. Uh, now, this second part, uh, the second part of that recruitment was really the key to the company's whole shtick because by offering potentially, uh, and I stress potentially, uh, potentially lucrative bonuses for signing others up, LuLaRoe was able to grow very quickly. Uh, it was able to attract huge numbers of people, uh, the majority of them uh, women and many of them mothers, uh, by way of the promise that they could make money from home uh, while spending time with their children and you know, having fun selling colorful, uh, colorful garments on social media. Uh, now, I'm sure you can, you can see where this is headed, uh, even if you aren't familiar with the story. Uh, basically, most people involved in the scheme either lost money or failed to turn a profit. The company and its founders were unbelievably pushy in terms of encouraging people to go into debt in order to pay the fee that was required to sign up, uh, etc. And LuLaRoe ultimately destroyed lives and liquidated bank accounts on its way to what was in practice a pretty small financial settlement over its activities. I think the company is still operating today. Um, so this case uh, got me interested in pyramid schemes and so-called multi-level marketing, and I was dis astonished to discover uh, that these schemes are absolutely everywhere. And it's not just the big ones that you might have heard of, like Herbalife, which uh, was notorious for targeting Hispanic Americans in particular. Uh, it's not just Herbalife. It's not just LuLaRoe. These things are everywhere. Uh, they're growing. They're turning huge profits, particularly during the pandemic, as you might imagine. Um, and as my guest will explain, uh, they're also hideously underregulated. There is currently no federal law on the books in the United States, um, which, by the way, uh, very much invented the whole multi-level marketing enterprise. Uh, there's no law in the books uh, which makes these practices illegal. Now, I think... Pyramid schemes are a pretty straightforward case of fraud, uh, but looking into them, I've been quite struck by how they're able to pull people in emotionally, despite the fact that they've existed for decades, uh, despite the fact that there's a kind of ambient wisdom, at least, about what they represent. Uh, I'm struck by the way that their particular kind of modern prosperity gospel mirrors and in many ways channels the official ideology of capitalism. Uh, and I'm also fascinated by the way that they operate essentially as kind of closed class systems. Uh, so they promise equality of opportunity uh, for everyone involved. Uh, you know, the, the message is basically if you work hard enough, if you, if you hustle and grind, um, you know, you can be like the people at the top who pull in hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, whatever it is. Um, so they say that, but structurally and functionally as a matter of design by design, um, you know, they apportion gains only to a tiny minority at the top, um, while insisting that everyone below is just lazy, not working hard enough, morally defective, uh, lacks proper work ethic, etc. Anyway, my guest is a, a fellow I became aware of thanks to his appearance in the LuLaRoe documentary. His name is Robert Fitzpatrick, and he runs a website called Pyramid Alert. He's been studying and tracking these things for decades and is firmly of the opinion that 
legitimate multi-level marketing is a total chimera. Uh, there's really no such thing as he'll explain. Um, anyway, I find this all fascinating and could probably keep uh, talking about it for a while longer, but I'll turn things over uh, to the interview now and let my guest do most of the talking. As you'll hear, our conversation was at times quite informal, which I think lends itself to this format. Uh, if you're interested in corporate scams, I think you'll like this one. Uh, in any case, though, here's my conversation with Robert Fitzpatrick of Pyramid Alert. I, I did want to ask, I think, less for the formal interview and more just out of my own personal curiosity, uh, kind of how you came to this issue. Because it, when I started looking into it, I mean, it really seems like you are the the authority, and that this is, you know, kind of something that you've been working at for quite a long time. So how did multi-level marketing and, and, and pyramid schemes, how did this become your cause? How did you become involved in it? So uh, definitely not by choice. It's not, it's not like I uh, read about it and said, I'd love to study and, you know, immerse myself in this, not uh, to the contrary. It, it's a confluence of things. And, you know, I think Everybody would, would can ask themselves the same question. How did I get where I am right now? You know, did I make choices about this or how, how did it actually happen? But in my particular case, I think there's a, a confluence of background that sort of led me right here, starting with, let's say, my academic, you know, which was BA and a year of grad school sociology. Multi-level marketing cannot be captured in one discipline. I, yeah, that's for sure. Economics doesn't capture it. Psychology, marketing is irrelevant, actually, to it. Economics uh, comes closer. Sorry with that. I spent six years, about first six years of my life as a community organizer trained by Saul Alinsky in Chicago. I was working in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I had this, uh, let's say, idea of larger trends shaping life, you know, and that people have some uh, agency and all this to do something about it. That was an orientation I had from the very beginning of my work life. I did spend a year as a journalist also for a daily newspaper. And then uh, I spent uh, later, I had a brief period as a direct salesperson for an encyclopedia company. So we're going kind of way back when this actually could be done. People actually did go out and call on homes at night unannounced. And the, the, usually these people had mailed in a lead of some kind, you know, they didn't know a salesperson was coming. That was part of the scheme. And um, so I learned direct selling. I mean, I really, I was immersed in it, the, the pitch, the persuasion, the entrapment, the whole routine of it. Uh, when somebody says direct selling, I, I'm not intimidated by that word or confused by it. I know exactly what it is. 